The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Chadville, you're awesome. Thanks to Brian, who sent me a beautiful uh, recipe for mold wine. Uh, and Lydia and Bert. We had just been talking about, uh, I had said even bad shortbread is usually pretty good um, because great shortbread is incredible. Lydia and Bert just dropped off. I think it's just timing. I think it just happened to be timing, but just dropped off a big cookie platter full of shortbread. Uh, She says, Jay, last year I heard you asking for a good shortbread cookie recipe. This one is our favorite, probably because we make it together. Lydia and Bert, thank you. Thank you for the very kind treat. Appreciate it. And uh, everyone up here in the newsroom and at Core Central will enjoy them this afternoon. You're rock stars. Um, some surprising results of a new poll about edibles and driving. It was done by the Alberta Motor Association, and it suggests about 20% of you are unsure of how edibles can affect driving. Jeff Kasbrick is the VP of Government and Stakeholder Relations at Alberta Motor Association. Hey, Jeff, welcome to the show. Good afternoon. I really like the poetry of uh, the shortbread and now talking edibles. <laughs> kind of just kind of goes hand in hand, doesn't it? <laughs> it could, it could. We should have done this uh, segment at 420 and then we'd be good to go. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jeff, were you surprised by... Um, um, by this uh, polling the numbers uh, there it was done uh, this past um, autumn and suggested that what 21% of Albertans were unsure of edibles effect on driving did that surprise you you know uh, in part I'd like to say that I I am surprised however that uh, 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 sort of alludes the overall story that we've been dealing with when it comes to the legalization of cannabis overall uh, if you rewind a little over a year ago when we were uh, dealing with the legalization of, uh, of just cannabis uh, within Canada, uh, we knew that there was a lot of myths and misconceptions about the impact that cannabis had on your ability to drive. And now that we are uh, over a year into this and we're looking at uh, seeing edibles, uh, legal edibles hit uh, shelves in uh, in cannabis shops all across uh, the country very soon, uh, we wanted to get an understanding as to whether or not that myth and misconception still extended towards edibles. And we certainly did see that. As you said, one in five Albertans were unsure about uh, the effect that edibles had on their ability to drive. Mm. One in four said that they didn't know how the risk compared to uh, to either smoking or vaping that product. And so there's there's still a really need for that ongoing conversation. Absolutely. I mean, to me, it seems obvious that consuming cannabis edibles would have an impact on people's ability to drive. I mean, I, I, I know, I, I guess I'm wondering what I'm missing here. It must just be some people, as you said, uh, there's some there's some education that still needs to be done. You know, there's this perception out there that consuming uh, edibles uh, is is better than smoking or vaping, and, and certainly it may not necessarily present some of the health risks that come with either smoking or vaping any product. Um, but nevertheless, uh, an edible still produces a high, and the message that we really want to extend over the holiday season, but also well beyond, is that a high is a high, and we need to be treating that uh, just as seriously as what we would if we were to either be smoking or vaping uh, cannabis. And 
and there actually are some distinctions that even go beyond when it comes to edibles, and that is that the high can catch you by surprise. It, it, it's not as uh, immediate as what it is uh, if you either smoke or vape uh, cannabis. So that means that you really need to be planning ahead and, and have, uh, have an alternate uh, form of transportation in mind if you, uh, if you plan on consuming. I've heard, uh, you know, some of the stories of folks who, you know, to, had a piece of maybe a chocolate bar or whatever, an edible, and they they said didn't do anything, and so they had some more, and then next thing you know, it was like, oh my gosh, because sometimes it can take, you know, you know, 30, 45 minutes, 60 minutes to kick in, and then you want to talk about kicking in, they got kicked right in the butt by it. Yeah, and that's and that's is the exact concern that we're wanting to just express is uh, that really presents some big challenges uh, when it comes to uh, considering driving because if you think that you're uh, you're doing all right and then you get behind the wheel uh, boy uh, it catches you by surprise at the at the exact wrong moment and and we just want to be making sure that you do give yourself that amount of time necessary uh, in order to to be able to manage that appropriately you know what uh, Jeff this this text just came in from Sebastian and I think he's he's on to something here it says I think the survey was probably probably skewed a little due to who they were asking. If you ask any present user whether edibles will affect the driving, they will know the correct answer. If you ask a random non-user, they likely wouldn't have much of a clue. You, you know, uh, Sebastian could very well be right. Yeah. Uh, the the sample population that we used for this uh, particular study was uh, uh, the general population. Um, but nevertheless, uh, we've also heard some of those stories of, of people indicating that they might be more open to using ca- uh, cannabis edibles over smoking or vaping the product itself. And, and this is just a really important conversation for all of us to have. Every single one of us is a, a part of the driving community, and I just think it's really important in the conversation around impaired driving is that we never develop any complacency around it because it's it's so important for us to remember that every single circumstance of impaired driving that has yeah. ever happened is entirely preventable. Yeah. All we need to be doing is making sure that we're planning ahead and that we have that alternate form of transportation. We get ourselves an Uber, yeah. uh, maybe call a taxi, have a uh, or have a designated uh, friend or family member to take care of us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And, it, and it's interesting because every time we have this conversation or we talk about um, uh, the legalization of, of, of marijuana, people will say, no, I'm a great driver. I've been driving. I've been driving after smoking, you know, for years. Never been a problem. What's the big deal? Yeah, it, you know, I've, I've had this conversation as well. And, and you know, I just want to escape that altogether because that's that's not how we should be measuring uh, whether or not we're fit to drive is, is our perceived level of tolerance. Um, but beyond that, even, even if you've convinced yourself that you are very tolerant when it comes to managing cannabis or alcohol or whatever substance it may be, keep in mind that the law actually doesn't uh, look at it that way. The law doesn't measure your tolerance level. The law measures what the concentration is within your body. And, uh, and so you may be able to fully handle a, a higher concentration, but uh, the law won't take that into consideration. You know, people will compare it to having a, a couple of drinks and then drive. They're going to say, what's the big deal? I have a couple of beers and I'll drive home. What's the matter if I have a little nibble off uh, uh, an edible chocolate bar? 
you know, it's it's all about creating the kind of uh, safe driving community that we want. Uh, if if we consider the kind of road that we want to drive on ourselves or that we want our friends or family members to, to be on as they're go heading to a holiday celebration, that would be one where they can be safe and, and not affected by something that's entirely preventable. And so I think that's the, the kind of perspective that we should be taking all the time. This is a conversation that we've been having, of course, for decades uh, around impaired driving. We made a whole lot of progress when it came to uh, alcohol impaired driving, but what we actually have seen uh, uh, starting in 2018 and continuing into this year is we've actually seen an uptick in the amount of impaired driving that we're seeing on Alberta roads, uh, and and that's of both alcohol dr- uh, impaired driving as well as drug impaired driving. Wow, really? uh, th- you know, that could be as a result, and some may argue that uh, because there's increased enforcement, or it could also be as a result because other studies have shown that when uh, states in the U.S. legalized uh, cannabis, they actually did see an increase in drug impaired driving on their roads. And, and, and you know what? All that we're saying is uh, have, a, have as enjoyable time as you want to. Just make sure that you're being safe. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, get a get an Uber, get a cab, get, you know, designated drivers, have exactly. everybody take you home, whatever it is. It's, you know, set some money aside uh, that you're not going to use, whatever it is. Just make a plan to get home safely. And I'm guessing that that is going to be the message that continues to come from the Alberta Motor Association. Are we going to see an uptick in, in, in maybe some uh, public awareness campaigns on this front over the coming weeks? Absolutely. So that's one thing that you can uh, definitely be seeing from us on social media as well as some of these ongoing conversations that we have. Uh, we're very committed to that conversation overall. Uh, we uh, we always need to be reminding ourselves of, of what what kind of driving community we want to see and uh, and we're happy to be a part of that conversation. Uh, and together we can, we can get there. Jeff, I appreciate your time this afternoon. Thanks for this. Thanks so much. Happy holidays. Yeah, you too. Jeff Kasbrick from uh, the Alberta Motor Association. He is the Vice President of Government and Stakeholder Relations. That's interesting. You know, since 2018, the uptick in impaired um, uh, in, in impaired charges in, in both alcohol and drug. He says, but it could be a number of factors. It could be the increased enforcement uh, as well. This text came in from JD780. He says, Jay, I ate two weed cookies last summer unintentionally. I was messed up for hours. This isn't going to be good. I had a girlfriend um, recently tell me a story. She was she was out uh, w- with some friends. They were camping somewhere and someone offered her up uh, a candy, like a, a gummy, and she just thought it was a gummy. No one told her that it was an edible and um, and, you know, that messed her up a little bit. And that's totally not cool, right? You should know, you should be aware of what, in making that decision whether or not you're going to take it. If you're offered up a, uh, an edible, you should know that that's what it was. I'll be honest with you, I was at a party years back years back and I saw that go down and it was not pretty. Someone was eating a brownie and nobody told them until afterwards that um, that it was a, a pot brownie. That's unacceptable. Y- you need to be aware. You need to be able to make those decisions whether or not you want to or not because you have to know how much you want to eat if you've been drinking, if, you've, if you're mixing with something else. So come on, you know, let's keep that in mind. This is interesting when it comes to driving. Uh, and cannabis. A study last earlier this year, this was in Ontario, found that 72% of cannabis users drove within three hours of consuming the drug, while 27% admitted they still felt high when they got behind the wheel. And uh, it goes on to say, if similar behaviors prevail in Alberta, 
a province with one of the highest rates of cannabis use in the country at about 20%. They believe that the added ambiguity around edibles could worsen incidences of drug-impaired driving. So, yeah, again, this was an Ontario study. We'll take a quick break here at 317. When we come back, Andy Murray, the CEO of Mad Canada, will join us on the phone. We're talking about um, edibles and driving. Matt says, Jay is a longtime marijuana user. I started at age 13 and I'm now 34. I can say with 100% confidence, eating it will impair you far worse than smoking it. After my length of use, I have developed quite the tolerance, but I do not risk edibles and driving. That is Matt's experience. And and again, you know, one of the differences is, you know, edibles, um, if, if you consume it, and it takes a while to, to get going and get going through your system. You know, it can take up to 45 minutes is, you know, what they say. And I've heard stories. And I've had friends who have told me, they're like, well, I don't feel anything, so it takes some more. And next thing you know, they're just right messed up. And Terry says, and we talked about, you know, people being offered what they think is a cookie or a brownie or whatever, not realizing that it's an edible. And I've seen this. I've seen, I've witnessed it firsthand at parties. And Terry says, if someone gives an edible without their knowledge, it could have an impact on the person's career as they may have a zero tolerance policy on drug use where they work. And after they consume it, it is too late. Um, Andy Murray is the CEO of Mad Canada. Andy joins me this afternoon. Welcome to the show. Thanks very much. All right. So I, I'm guessing that you saw the, the results of, of this study or this, this polling that was done out of Alberta. I know on the Mad Canada website you have a full page when it comes to, to talking about edibles. Where Mad Canada's stance right now on it, I'm guessing, again, you, zero tolerance for edibles and getting behind a wheel. Uh, uh, absolutely. Because of, as you were talking in the introduction, the delay onset and uh, you know people are new to edibles as well so mm-hmm. they don't know the effect it's going to have on them and um, you know like the whole Health Canada philosophy is go low, yeah. go slow, figure this out and and driving is not part of that experience. I was just talking with uh, Jeff Kasbrick who is with the Alberta Motor Association and who who did this did this study and he said since 2018 that they've seen an uptick in impaired um in impaired um driving cases with alcohol and uh, cannabis and they say it could be uh, in part um with increased enforcement are are you seeing the same thing Andy is that what you've heard and how concerned are you well i i think the um the dual use has been there for quite a while um and, and i think the uh people are a little bit more liberal in their acknowledgement of it because you know cannabis is now legal so mm-hmm. they're not doing anything illegal so yeah. i think some of the survey data that's coming out to see increases but i'm not sure it actually is an increase i think we've seen uh I, I think the biggest development was when police stopped enforcing possession laws in cannabis around 2010 and concentrated, you know, basically on people that were trafficking it. Uh, use went up. I think a lot of driving went up with it. And we didn't get a huge spike mm-hmm. in use once legalization came in. So I, I think we had about eight years of a consistent run-up 
And now that the marketplace is here, I, I think people that want to use it are using it. And, uh, you know, our, our message and others is simply, you know, if you're going to use grape, you know, it's like alcohol, but don't drive. Yeah. Your, your thoughts on how this has rolled out uh, across the country since uh, the legalization of cannabis and now edibles? You know, what what have you seen and, and what are your thoughts and what's Mad Canada's thoughts on, on how it's been implemented? Um, I, I think... Generally, the government's done a good job. I, I think the cannabis retailers have done a really good job. I, I think, you know, when you go into a store, they're asking for ID. They're being really conscious about not serving anybody that might be intoxicated by drugs or alcohol. So I think on the retail side, that's been really, really well done. Um, I think the big thing with edibles is I think there was a lack of knowledge on you know, dry cannabis and how to use it, especially mm-hmm. people that haven't used it for a long time. And I think it's even worse for edibles. I, I don't think people have a clue uh, of what an edible product is, how much should I take, how long should I wait. And so once they hit the stores, the retailers are going to have to really do a good job and people are going to have to educate themselves. Absolutely. You start taking a 10-gram product um, and you haven't used an edible before, you're going to be really um, stoned and some of the other negative things like paranoia and that can kick in. So, you you know, you really have to try a very low product and, you know, proceed from there. They say all the time, go low, go slow, and whatever you do, don't drive. That's right. Absolutely the right message. Andy, thank you so much for joining me this afternoon. Appreciate it. You're most welcome. Thank you. Take care. That is Andy Murray, who is the uh, CEO of Mad Canada. Big Reg says, Jay, can you please, uh, you know, explain a little bit more when you say messed up? Just what does that mean about? (laughs) Nice text. Um, I've had friends when I say messed up. And, hey, I've had friends who take, you know, edibles and they're, you know, they just have a nice buzz going. But I've seen other people who didn't know what they were doing with edibles who started off with a little bit and said, hey, it's not doing anything. And then they took more, and then they took more, and they took more, and they couldn't walk, they couldn't speak, because it can happen, you're just so stoned. So again, go low and go slow. Um, this text says, uh, from, from Ken says, I've had the occasional joint. I've never really liked it because I don't smoke and I hated the coughing. Some friends were over a while ago and I tried half of a little chocolate bar of edibles didn't do anything but I went to bed and about an hour later I got up to go to the bathroom I couldn't even walk don't drive um yeah so again what they say over and over again is go low and go slow if you want to do it hey it's legal go for it and you know some people want to try it they 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 they, they don't like smoking they maybe don't like vaping they want to try the edibles but again um take it easy Take it easy and, you know, have a, have a little bit and then add uh, if you want a little bit more, but low and slow, kind of like barbecuing.